He quit a stable, full-time, great paying career to become a full-time Etsy seller. Today, we're talking with Brandon Wong about how he made the jump to become a full-time seller that owns four shops and generating multiple six figures per year on Etsy. You guys need to hear this inspirational story. He talked about Etsy ads, we talk about ranking, we talk about different product niches, profit margins, and much more. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're gonna hear Brandon's story. Cool. So, um, Brandon, man, great to have you on. I appreciate you spending the time with us. No, I'm glad to be here. Appreciate you inviting me on. Super happy to that you joined us, joined me today, just to kind of like talk about Etsy, your business, your story, and some strategies that, that you've used and you kind of teaching your videos to help people. So awesome, man. Welcome. Thank you so much. No, I'm excited. Very excited to talk to you, Cody. That's awesome. Um, like tell me your story, if you don't mind, like who's Brandon Wong and share, sure. Share. Yeah, I mean, so if I bring it all the way back, maybe like 10 years ago, I guess kind of when I graduated from high school, I was always into, you know, doing crappy things. I was into painting, always drawing, anything artsy I was into. But at that time, I didn't really understand the possibilities of what you can do with that career, right? And, you know, I, I got raised by a single parent, so I had to kind of, you know, help pay bills. So I ended up getting into construction for like six, seven years as an electrician, right? So. During that time, I was still into art, into drawing, painting, doing crafts, but I didn't really think there was a career path to that. So um, during that time as an electrician, I realized, you know what, I really want to take this leap. I really want to try this out. And someone told me about Etsy. So, oh, why don't you try creating some stuff on Etsy, right? And I was into painting, so I was doing painting art. I was doing 3D wood art, right? I was like, Crazy. this is when, this was when, you know, it was only physical items at that time. There was no digital, no print on demand, cool. right? So I was creating all these things. I was like, you know, an artisan where I was creating, you know, you can still see that moved to like woodworking as <laughs> from yeah. the background. You built that? So, yeah, That's awesome. I did. Um, but yeah, so I was building all these things like, cool, I want to create these cool skylines with 3D wood art. But my mindset at that time, I was just a, I was someone that likes to create. I wasn't, in, I didn't know about business. I didn't know about the e-com world. I was just creating things, not knowing if there was an audience for it, not knowing if there's demand, right? So I, I long story short, that business did not really work because I really didn't know anything. I only knew the art side of things, how to create something. Yep. Uh, so, you know, since then I kind of had to like change my mindset and learn, okay, why didn't that work? I know this is happening. I know Etsy is a platform that's a lot of people, you know, being successful at it, right? So I had to kind of just learn on YouTube at that time and see people talking about SEO, talking about pricing, shipping, all these things. So I kind of learned my way through that. And eventually after a couple of stores, um, you know, moving forward a couple years later, I was able to have some more success and opening up different shops in the physical realm and the print on demand and now more digital products. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think over, over that whole span of time, I think I've had around like eight, eight shops still okay. running around four or five right now. Um, but I learned a lot and I realized a lot of people who are in this Etsy space are creators, right? They love creating products, but they aren't, they might not be as knowledgeable knowledgeable about business yeah. or just that other side of things, right? Like I think a lot of people are into the business of art instead of the art of business. And that mindset needs to be changing. That's why I kind of have my YouTube channel telling people who are in the art space and to the creative space, like, Hey guys, you got to understand the other side of things, not just the creation. Yeah. So, um, just a little bit about the yeah. journey. I love that, man. That's, I appreciate you sharing that. I think that's, it resonates so well, so much with me and, uh, 
one of the biggest takeaways I just had from you, like your story was it took you a long time. <laughs> it took you like, you said like how many, eight shops, right? Like, I mean, I know that equals like multiple years. Like how, how long was that journey you think from like start to like where you are now? Like how long have you been on Etsy? Um, like I said, probably around my first one was 10 years ago, but for me being full-time now, it's been around uh, five, six years full-time now <clears throat> since I was able to actually make it work. But like I said, I didn't, I wasn't like doing it full-time for 10 years. Like I, Understand you, know, you know, when you're younger, when you try something, you fail, like, oh, you know, maybe that didn't work. So you kind of, mm -hmm. a couple years pass and you kind of revisit it. Yeah, you play with it. So that's why, yeah, I kind of wish I had someone that was like there from the beginning to really tell me exactly how to get there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, patience, I think is a thing. And a lot of people think overnight success is what you got to do because of social media. Everyone tells you, oh, you can do something super quick, but you know, reality, it does take trial and error. And I, like you, you understand, I'm sure you understand yeah. that whole 100% so. man like it's nothing's quick as a YouTube video show uh, tells us right like or the social Instagram post like tells us right it's not like do xyz and you're gonna get x result you know in a matter of like 60 days or like 90 days or one year even right it's like yeah it's a compounding they're compounding efforts right that you have to like make over and over again over and over again until it starts to click and then it starts to become a little bit more clear and a little bit more clear it's a, like a long-term like exactly um, and it but it does Every shop that I do now, it gets quicker, right? The results come quicker. So uh, something that might take me a year before might take me a month and a half now, Crazy. right? To get it all, right? So yeah, it does get quicker. So don't get discouraged for people who watch I know. that takes years. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Like that's a good point though, right? Like uh, it takes a long time, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to take a long time forever, right? It's like just your first one is gonna take a little more, a little longer. So like, yeah, it's going, going to Etsy with some patience this is kind of what I, I like to teach, like go in with some patience, but also like take action. Like you want it to be like here in like 30 days type of thing, right? Like for move sure, for sure. like work really hard. It just, time isn't the only thing that's going to get to get you to those sales. Like it needs to take a bunch of work and then learning, trying things, failing at things. So that's awesome. And I could totally relate to that story. So you were, you were an electrician before, like, so that's 10 years ago. Like, like what kind of electrician, like commercial, residential, I was in industrial and commercial. I was a certified actual electrician, did my schooling and everything. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, that was, so I was able to like, once I finally got my certification, I was like, you know what? I already got my ticket. Like if I want to try something different, this is the time to do it now to take out leap. And, you know, I actually went back to school as a graphic designer. And from there I got into my, my first successful Etsy shop, which was in digital products. Well, digital wall art kind of thing. So, um you know that was based on what i learned from as a graphic designer but obviously i like i mentioned before had prior experience with visuals and, and stuff like that that's so cool man um i think that i want to dive in there a little bit because the majority of anybody that like upgrades to like everybody's paid plan i always invite them to a zoom call so i get to like hear different like stories from our our customers and um and the majority of thing like the majority of time this pops up is like i want to quit my full-time job that's why i'm doing this Etsy thing because i want to like quit one day, you know, and then do this full time. If I can just do this full time, I'd be happy. And, uh, I think that's just so important for like, I wanted to kind of hear that a little bit more is like, why did you want to get out of electrician? Like electrician's a good paying job, right? It's a good stable career, like tons of opportunity there for growth, for money, for flexibility. If you want to own your own, like, you know, like electric company. Uh, so why, I guess, why did you want to make that move? Like, exactly what you said it is a great paying job i was doing really well for my age like i was 
doing pretty well compared to my friends at that time. Um, yeah. And but I I just uh, I just I just it was like a void in me that I just couldn't explain. Like I would, every time I go home from work, I would just be creating things. Like this is actually what I love to do, mm. right? And I was like, you know, I'm like 26 at that time, and uh, I was like, you know, what? if I I'm gonna try something new. If it fails, I have a backup plan, which is okay. So uh, I quit that high paying job, and uh, my goal was to actually go back to graphic design and just be a graphic designer. To be honest, right? And and I knew that graphic designers don't at that time. Um, I mean, it's debatable, but not paid as well as as electrical. But I I was okay with that to do something I actually love. And then during that school time, that's when. Like during the schooling, we um, a couple of me and my students discovered that this Etsy thing, this digital product thing, and I was like, "What is this?" Like, but people are selling like designs, visual layouts for you know passive income kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I was telling my students, and they're like, "Yeah, this is kind of cool." I'm like, "Wait, are you guys, why don't we do this? Like, we should be doing this." It's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, maybe." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna try it." <laughs> so uh, during mid, like, I was still in graphic design school at the time, but then I all my work that I was supposed to do for that, I just shifted to doing Etsy stuff. And I was doing more and more of it. And I was getting worse grades in my school because I was focusing on this yeah, yeah. Etsy thing. Because I was like, guys, like people are making sales right now on here. And I'm going to try because if people can do it, I can do it as well. As long as I follow the right steps, which is another conversation you have later on. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, and I started doing it. After graduation, obviously the shop did not fully pick up yet. So I ended up working at a print shop. But then eventually when I launched the shop, um, after like a couple... Uh, after a month or two, I started getting one sale a day, right? Started getting two sales a day. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Crazy, oh, yeah, yeah. Making like making a bit of money. And then after uh, four months, I was getting enough sales to be like, wait, I'm actually making more from my Etsy store than I am in my full-time job right now. And I was like, okay. And this is actually all digital too. So I quit my job and um, quit my graphic design print job and I just focused on my Etsy and then I went up end up traveling uh, South America and traveling Southeast Asia for two years because I was like, guys, like, <laughs> this is all digital. Uh, I'm making more money doing this and I can just, you know, be a digital nomad and just travel the world and pay less out there than I would have yeah. in Vancouver here for rent. So that's what I did uh, when, after my first shop was uh, like worked out. That's amazing, man. That is like literally like the modern day entrepreneurship story right there, right? It's like, that's why I wanted to like have you on today, right? Is because, <laughs> Literally because of that, because uh, majority of not everybody, but the majority of like time that we get into like e-commerce, we hear this like e-commerce thing is the freedom lifestyle, right? Like that the ability to be like, hey, I, I have time freedom. I can be able to like travel the world whenever I want, drop of a dime. I can move. I can go there uh, and I can still have this like income stream, you know, coming too. And the fact that you like one kind of like had a dream to do that after you kind of saw the opportunity and then stepped into it like leaned into it harder and like executed on it is just it's powerful i think that is pretty rare and you probably don't feel like it's rare but it really is rare um but the cool thing about it is and i know you speak to this a lot is like anybody can do this like you're trying to convince your friends people that you're in school with at the time probably right is like you were probably being like guys there's a huge opportunity here Co let's go do this together and, and they probably just weren't really as committed to you as as committed as you is that is that kind of how you feel yeah, I think they just didn't really believe that it worked, but and that exactly what you said. I think I was like telling guys, like we're seeing these people. We can refresh your page; they're getting more sales right now. Yeah. And the thing about Etsy, which I love, is everything's very transparent. You know, in terms of you know their their mockups, their titles, their tags, their shop 
files, like literally everything you can see how they're doing this stuff, mm -hmm. right? And um, so that's something I tell a lot of people, <clears throat> which could be a good segue is like, you know, competitors, are you searching competitors, using Everbee, things like that. And that way you can really see, wow, I, I can see the full picture of someone's shop. Like I know exactly how they started. I know everything about this. And if they can do it, right, I can literally just, you know, do something similar. I can improve on it, right, create it in my own way and kind of take a share of this this market in the sense of obviously the niche that you're into, the passion you're into. Yeah, I can relate to that a lot. And I think that I, I do like the Etsy's transparent. Unfortunately, they're not like transparent with everything, which is, I understand it though, right? Like, like they can't share every single detail. Like with Everbee, right. for example, like we wish that they would share like more like analytics with us so we can like build more analytics for Everbee kind of thing. But we're, we have to be, make estimations based on they do give us, right? So, but I'm curious, like how you decide on your categories. Like if you said you have four shops, right? Like tell me about, you know, what kind of shops to build. Yeah, so I think there's a couple of things. Um, number one is identifying your skill sets. I think a lot of people have different, you know, they might be, Amazing on creating things digital what softwares do you use? Are right? so many different aspects? And so first identifying uh, what works for you and obviously what second is what you're passionate about. Okay. Right. I think passion can drive someone, right? You can't just do a niche that's making a lot of money and not be passionate because that's not gonna keep you going through the tough times. And I'm sure you totally understand, right? There's yeah things that kind of have to keep you pushing. So and the third is obviously, you know, what everybody comes in is identifying what works, right? So all those three have to combine it to, to figure out, okay, this is the, the best option. And I think there's a lot of good videos out there that can be like, <clears throat> that people tell you, oh, 10 best categories to get into, right? And those are videos are great. You can you can see all the best options. And from there, break them all down, but cool. This one works for me because you know I, I know how to build this. Or oh, this one works for me because I know how to use um, Procreate. Oh, maybe this one works for me because I know how to use Excel. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can really figure out, all right, this is the best one for me, regardless if another one might make you a little bit more money, whatever, but you should go for the one that best suits you. Yeah. The combination is, is the important part. The, the combination. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. Like there's times, sometimes when I'm, I'm using Everbee, I'm like making a video or like a tutorial for Everbee. And then like, I'm literally doing like a Ross research from like, I've never researched this niche and I like come across it and I'm like, Oh my God, there's like, is it like a really good niche to go into? You know, I'm like, almost like, dang, I should, maybe I should do this. You know, and sometimes that enters my head. I know I'm not going to, cause I'm, I'm building software, but there's some times where it comes through and then I'm like, then I check myself and I say, do I really have, like, do I really have one, the skill set or like the even interest and passion to actually like build a shop around this? And usually when I ask those questions, it's usually like, no, this really isn't for me. It has a lot of money coming through there, but it might not be actually for me. For example, like if I see like, uh, templates, for example, like, let's say it's like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There's different kind of templates, right? Um, like I have no idea how to make a template. Right. And I haven't, I haven't researched it. I haven't like, uh, I know it's out there. I know the interest, all the information is out there, but I don't have the interest or like the follow up, follow through to actually go and learn how to do that and then create it. Even though I see like certain, certain niches and templates does do well. Um, Anyway, it's just one example, but another example would be like dog collars, right? Like I don't even own a own dog. So it wouldn't be like the best thing to do is like go and make dog collars, for example. For sure. But yeah, to your point, I think, yes, I, I totally agree. <clears throat> and even when I said, oh yeah, I find exactly what you know you're good at. But sometimes I always discover things where I would think I don't like it or I'm not passionate about until I start dabbling into it. Like, whoa, mm -hmm. this is kind of cool. So I guess I'm kind of tracking what I was saying earlier that sometimes it is okay to just try some new, test ah, it out. Like Maybe you will like it. Um, 
I mean, there's there's no right or wrong, right? To get any kind of approach approach works for different individuals. Totally. No, I, I agree. I, I can see that. Um, what are uh, some like for a brand new Etsy seller? Let's say they are less than ten sales on Etsy, maybe like no reviews, right? Uh, yet, what would you kind of say for them to like? launching a brand new shop and like what like what are like one one or two takeaways tips that you can kind of give to them one thing i i've been thinking a lot about this lately and like you said a lot of people hey you know i just open up my shop i'm getting no sales or i'm getting one sale for like ever nothing's happening and they'll be oh my seo works right my tags are good but why is it not why am i not getting sales and i always say like uh to really be realistic look at your shop look at your thumbnail compared to the best seller in your category mm. put them side by side in like a search pages put them side by side look at the pictures look at the pricing and be realistic with yourself right does this compete with this in terms of visuals right because mm -hmm. if you're not because we all and we both know right like thumbnails everything you know youtube that's mm -hmm. everything yep. more so than more so than pricing and title right but if yours is not as good as that one like why would they click on yours right why they even try give you a shot so that's one thing I want people to really understand. It's like, be realistic and can you make something that's looks just as nice or, you know, on the same playing field as the best people in your category on the search page. And that's the number one thing is to get that click from there. Cool. Then we can talk about other things. We can talk about you know, your description, how you convert, how to have the right messaging. Right. But the first thing is, do you have something that's clickable? I like that. That's an interesting point. Um, because a lot of times people always ask literally every, every day, it's like, Hey, can you do a shop review? Can you do a shop review? And, and the shop reviews are great. Like, but at the end of the day, like someone doesn't just come to your shop just by themselves. Like they have to actually see your listing, their main image first, before they even get to your shop, before they even get to like, you know, anything else, like usually they find you in search. So if they're not even clicking on you in, in search, then you don't even have a shot. Like you don't have a shot to get to your shop. So the majority of time it's actually, like you said, like, you know, the mm -hmm. thumbnail or the main image. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, you know, even your videos, my videos, we talk a lot about marketing SEO, which is very important. Right. But I, the more I think about it, I'm like, Hey, I gotta try making more videos on just the visual side of things. And I think that's something that I really want to try pushing out more so people can, can improve the aesthetics, that side of things and everything should kind of click. Uh, and that's kind of worked for me from my experience. I like that. No, I, I totally agree. I, I review like tons of shops uh, myself and it's, I notice like there's always a lack in product photography. There's always a lack of like consistent consistency in their themes, things like that. Like just in, like aesthetics, like you said, um, like a good eye for design. Like there's always a lack of that. And I think there's not a lot of education around it to be totally honest. Uh, even for me, like, especially for people that don't have like a natural good intuitive eye for design, like myself, uh, like it, we suffer on the conversion side of things like we just won't convert as much simply because our products our pictures just aren't that good you know even though you have amazing product exactly our yeah, seo yeah. can be perfect like our seo yeah. can be perfect our ads are perfect everything works good but our pictures suck <laughs> no? yeah 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 so what do you so, i know i want to like jump i'm jumping around a little bit but for the sake of time like what are your thoughts around etsy ads and i get this question a lot like do you use Etsy ads and like, how do you do it? And things like that. Like, what are your thoughts around it? Yeah. Uh, Etsy ads work. I don't always, uh, do it for all my shops, depending on your, 
you know, your retail price and everything. Cause before, you know, I'm sure you're familiar way back before you can do like maximum bids and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And now it's just like on and off, right? There's less mm -hmm. things you can do from it, but I still use it. And I, I recommend anyone trying it out, but in terms of doing it right away, when you first have a shop, uh, I personally don't go through that approach because like your shop might not even be optimized. <clears throat> mm. like, you do, your things, you don't have the right images, nothing's good. And like, you're pretty much just bringing people into a shop that that's not going to convert unless you have the budget for it and you want to test just to gain more data to really test this out, then yes. Um, so there's no, for me, I'm like, it, it's never a simple like yes or no, like as or not. I got to see someone's shop and like, cool, you should do this. You should set a certain budget um but yeah in general i'm a fan of etsy ads for sure yeah same that's kind of that's how i view it too i'm like the way i always look at etsy ads is just it's another way to get data quickly right um because when you launch a shop and you launch a brand new listing like very likely you're gonna get a small amount of traffic to it right away you know and therefore you don't really know if things are working or not yet until you get clicks until you get like conversions on it and all this stuff but like what if i can just learn instead of like one week or two week period of time if i could just learn it in three days I just turn on ads to it and then I'll be like, Oh, this thing's not converting. Well, okay. Let's like redo everything or do something, you know, change something. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts around I that? I agree. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, you know, unless there's, but then people might have, might be in a different situation where they can't really afford that. Then I'd be like, okay, it's okay. If you have time, then if you have time more than money, then it's fine. Just let it roll. Yep. But I agree, you know, in my, in your situation, I would hundred percent just push out the ads and, and uh, see what comes back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're right. Different types of people um, can handle different things as far as budget goes. And I totally can understand that. Um, and that's the case. If that's the case, then you really probably should look at like, kind of feel like they should have some other sort of like free traffic strategy, right? If it's not going to be SEO is one thing, but you really need to like, if you don't have the budget for Etsy ads, then you should probably consider doing like a like another channel, right? I don't know, like in addition to SEO, maybe like TikTok or something like that, depending on the niche. Hundred percent. I think TikTok and Etsy, they they go hand in hand, just like it was with Pinterest, which is still great, but TikTok's kind of a new way of showing behind the scenes, especially for Etsy sellers. Totally. Um, yeah. Maybe we can talk about like uh, some advanced, a little bit more advanced stuff. Um, and feel free to like share what you want to share here, like like you know, uh, and hold back what you prefer not to. But it, like, let's talk numbers. Um, like maybe what you're seeing on your shops, like conversion rates, uh, anything like that. Like what, what are you seeing? That's like the normal in Etsy. Like I'm seeing personally conversion rates, 2%, 1.9 to 2.3% conversion rate is like the average, you know, depending on the industry and the niche. Um, what are you seeing in your world? Yeah. So for one category, the uh, digital wall art niche, uh, it's around 1.8%. Cool. Um, but then for my, you know, my planter shop, like these products, like they're around like 6%, um, just because of the, the amount of competition out there. Right. And what kind of quality is out there. And, uh, for my other print on demand, it's like slightly different. It's around like three or 5%. Wow. So I, from, I guess I'm saying it's just all different depending on the category. I don't, it's hard to have a specific no, that, number for everything. No, that helps. I agree. I, I could see that. And now I'm curious about your plant stuff. Um, is it the, is the price points higher or lower as like, or they, they seem like they would be higher. It seems like for that niche and your conversion rates high, which is interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, compared to the competitors, it's pretty competitive actually. Um, but we have, we offer a different product where ours is like eco-friendly, sustainable products. 
cool. kind of stuff. But uh, but I believe the conversion is higher just because a lot of them they like we talked about earlier photography, right? It was a huge thing that people weren't really doing as well, and we were able to really create more professional, um, you know, storytelling through that, uh, which is what why it's working for us, I think, right now. I love that, man. I think I'm always trying to preach this, and I, I'm I think I need to do a better job of this. Um, is product photography or like your your pictures literally is correlated to your conversion rate right like those are like the biggest probably correlated things like it's so important think of us as like as buyers online think of like you right buying something on amazon or etsy it's like you're gonna look at the one you're gonna buy the one that has the best pictures most of the time and the best video right to make you feel the most comfortable uh with that purchase yeah 100 percent. and i i keep telling people you know look at your your competitors who are you trying to compete with What's their thumbnail? What colors are they using? Mm. Are they putting text in them? What type of angles? Are they doing color shots? Like really dissect everything. And like, you don't have to do it exactly like it, but you know, it's really important. Like understand what's working. And, and from there you can, you can kind of play it to your own strength that it. way. So um, what do you think is reasonable for like, I get this question a lot from, from sellers is like, what's a reasonable goal from, from a revenue standpoint or profit standpoint or whatever. Uh, to, to set for themselves when they, when they start on Etsy and then maybe like, what's like the, the top, top limit. Is there a limit? Is there a ceiling to like how much revenue you can do on Etsy? Like what are your thoughts and experience around this? Uh, the ceiling part. Hey guys, because this was such a long conversation with Brandon, we wanted to break it up into two different videos. So you just watched part one, check out part two, link is in the description below. Okay, so go ahead and watch the rest of that where we talk dive in much more with uh, Etsy strategies, Etsy tips on growing your shop, ranking Etsy ads, profit margins, good stuff, right? So make sure you do that. Second, if you're not using Everbee, go sign up for free in the description below. You guys need to be using data to make decisions in your business. Okay, so find the best products to sell on Etsy with Everbee. Okay. And finally, you know, comment down below, did, was any of this helpful for you? Was, what was the biggest takeaway that you, that you got from, you know, our first conversation, first part of the conversation with Brandon, let me know in the comments below. Honestly, it just helps our engagement, helps, helps push the channel more. Uh, and honestly, it helps us kind of gauge, you know, whether we're making valuable content because we do all this for free. So again, watch part two in the next video.